This is Movies First with Alex First. Earth is about to be destroyed by a comet which measures nine kilometres in diameter. But do you think enough people care? Apparently not. And the lack of interest is led by no lesser light than the US president, the leader of the free world. That's the starting premise of Don't Look Up, a spoof on the materialistic pop culture world in which we live. The discovery of the comet is made by a PhD student in Michigan, Kate Dibiaski, played by Jennifer Lawrence, who is at first very excited by her find, an enthusiasm shared by her colleagues and their professor, Dr Randall Mindy, Leonardo DiCaprio. That is until mathematical calculations give the celestial object an all but 100% chance of colliding with Earth in six and a half months and destroying everything. A phone call from the professor to NASA certainly gets the agency's attention, and before you know it, he and the student he's supervising are off to the White House to meet the US president, played by Meryl Streep. Suffice to say, the reception they receive is hardly what they were expecting. Dr Mindy was nervous enough, he's that type, ahead of the meeting, and Dibiaski can't believe the disrespect the President and her Chief of Staff, played by Jonah Hill, are showing towards them and their find. At the urging of the head of the Planetary Defence Coordination Office, Dr Teddy Oglethorpe, played by Rob Morgan, they take matters into their own hands and make an appearance on a popular lightweight morning television program. Again, they're given short shrift, although the prof makes quite the impression with Americans and specifically with one of the show's co-hosts. Once their calculations are verified, the president suddenly takes much more of an interest, although it soon becomes clear there's much more going on here than at first meets the eye. One of the wealthiest and most self-centred men in the United States, tech billionaire Peter Isherwell, Mark Rylance, is in the pocket of the president, and he sees an opportunity arising from the plummeting comet, one he's not about to pass up. Meanwhile, the prof's head is turned by the morning show co-host Brie Avanti, Kate Blanchett, even though he's married with a couple of sons who greatly admire him. Dibiaski's hostile manner alongside Dr Mindy has turned the public against her, as revealed in obnoxious social media posts, resulting in a shift in her personal circumstances too. Meanwhile, the comet continues to hurtle towards Earth and the clock is ticking. You're listening to Movies First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. It took quite some time for Don't Look Up to lift off. I found the start slow and laboured. In fact, the movie as a whole dragged. It felt long, and it was long at more than two and a quarter hours, unnecessarily so. Still, there are a number of sharp one-liners and clever and creative scenes as tongues are firmly planted in cheeks to drive home the satirical tone of the whole piece. Notwithstanding another solid performance from Leonardo DiCaprio, I didn't buy his character's transition from timid to confident. Same goes for the acting chops of Jennifer Lawrence. Nothing questionable there, but her character didn't ring true for me either. Perhaps the best way to take their personas and those of most of the other main players to appreciate what they bring to the table is as hyper-real. Meryl Streep as the president and Jonah Hill as her chief of staff make an immediate unfavourable impression. 
just as they're meant to. They've been written by filmmaker Adam McKay, who did Vice as Out to Shock, and successful business leader Peter Isherwell is cast as a cowering wimp, while Kate Blanchett is simply a narcissist. As social commentary, there's no doubt that Don't Look Up hits and hits hard. It takes cynicism to a new uncomfortable level. I just wasn't as engaged as I wanted to be. Notwithstanding the inflated caricatures, I found the storyline relatively thin. If you're going to see Don't Look Up, stay through the entire credit sequence because things happen even when you believe the movie's over. The first of those scenes is actually quite clever. While not without merit, I was far from totally sold on the offering. Don't Look Up scores a 7 out of 10. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First. Available at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio or your favourite podcast player. You can also stream on demand at Bytes.com. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.